I'm Bob, and I collect stamps. Welcome back. This is Bob Collects Stamps. I'm Bob. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about philatelic literature. I'll tell you some of the books and periodicals that I use and some reasons why you should think of using them too. I'll start with the periodicals. I talked about catalogs a couple of episodes back, and those are semi-periodicals as they're updated regularly. I won't repeat what I said there except to say that all stamp collectors ought to become familiar with them at some point. As far as magazines go, your National Stamp Organization magazine is probably a good bet for information, and I'd recommend subscribing. In the U.S., that's the American Philatelist, the magazine put out by the American Philatelic Society, and you become a member rather than simply subscribe in order to get it. Its current editor is Gary Lowe, and he's got some great things going, and is very easily approachable. At least he seems so online. Each month, there's a bunch of new information in it and several well-researched articles on different parts of our hobby. Don't be put off by thinking it's only for secret masters of philately or that you need decades of experience just to understand the articles. Yes, an article now and then might be about the size and number of dots on different year versions of the 1863 green stamps that cost a minimum of $16,342, but if you read that article, even if you have to read it a couple of times, you should find that you understand it, and hopefully understand the cool history and the people behind what seem like tiny differences to those who collect bird stamps. Most articles, though, are about things and stamps that have more upfront relevance. No, you might not collect women's suffrage stamps, as highlighted in a recent article, but you might get an idea of something to look for in the stamps you are directly interested in, while at the same time becoming more generally knowledgeable about our great hobby. And you may learn to recognize some of the less common stamps and variations on them and be able to pick them up for a song when you're next at the dealer's table. Okay, so that's one. The other I presently subscribe to by membership is Topical Time, the magazine of the American Topical Association. Topical collecting is, of course, the collecting of stamps or postmarks or covers that have a topic in common, whether it's birds or orchids or pink things. If you've seen the King Arthur videos and podcasts I'm currently in the middle of putting out, or are following me on Twitter where I'm posting birds and fish stamps a lot, you have some idea of what topics interest me. At present, at least. Topical Time is a fun magazine. Each issue has a number of different topics covered, whether musical instruments or a single composer or, like the subject of current article, postmarks featuring mice. Because many of the authors write about the reason why they collect their topics, it's extra fun to read and seems a little less formal than the American philatelist. Yes, Gary, I only said seems. There's also Lynn's Stamps News. There's also Lynn's Stamp News. This is a weekly publication that covers the news of the stamp world rather than having articles about how or why to collect. If you're interested in new issues, signing up for first day covers, or other up-to-the-minute information about stamps, this is your must-read source. 
I don't currently subscribe to Linz, mostly because I'm not currently collecting new issues, but I've gotten it in the past, and it really is interesting to read, even if you don't collect the new issues. Then there are the other national, state, and local organizations, newsletters, and magazines. Right now, I'm not subscribed to any of them, but that's mostly because I'm in Arizona where there don't seem to be any currently organized stamp clubs, at least none with any internet presence. Let me know if I'm wrong, please. Those newsletters will vary in what information they provide and the quality of the publication. You will have to check them out to see what interests you. There are a few more national groups I'd like to join when I can afford it, but right now I'm focused on the stamps. By the way, sample issues of both American Philatelist and Topical Time are available on their club websites, and there are lots of back issues available online to members. Okay, that's what I'll say about periodicals. On the books. When I started reading books on stamp collecting, I found a lot of them to be pretty pictures with a bit of information on each pictured stamp, sort of like 100 stamps you must see before you die. Nice to look at, but I'd frankly rather look through my albums. And then there were how-to collect books. These were either meant as a first book of stamps for kids or how to put together a world-class collection when you have all the money and time in the world. Unfortunately, I was neither a kid nor rich when I started looking at the books. Then I found two books that changed my life. The first is The Official Stamp Collector's Bible, by Stephen R. Dance, D-A-T-Z. And the second is Stamp Collecting for Dummies by Richard L. Sine. I have no idea who Mr. Datz is, and the official label doesn't seem to be endorsed by anyone but the publishing house, but it's an overall easy read, has lots of things in it that are useful, such as a glossary and a list of most of the country names that appear on stamps, what those countries are called in English. Very sadly to me, though, it's from 2003 and is no longer in print. Used copies are available, but some of them are rather high-priced. I originally found it in the library and had to wait almost two years before I found one for sale. That was a price I was willing to pay. But if you can find a copy, I think you'll like it. Richard Sign, the author of the Dummies book, was the New York Times stamp columnist. I don't know more about him, but it, too, I found to be an interesting and useful guide. If you have seen other Dummy series books, you'll know they're written to be accessible, and this one is. It covers the basics and more, and some of the cartoons are funny. The glossary index is pretty good, though the book doesn't cover everything that the Dats book does. Stamp collecting for dummies is also out of print, but they are available here and there. It's a bit sad to me that the coin collecting book is still in print and this one isn't, but I guess we tend to spend our money on stamps. If you have a favorite periodical or book, let me know about it, please. If you have a link to share, that would be even better. Maybe I'll even review some of them, either in the podcast or video series, or maybe the blog. You can leave a comment on the post about this philatelic literature podcast episode at bobcollectstamps.com wordpress.com, dated the 7th of December, 2020. Meanwhile, keep collecting, collect what you want. Don't follow anybody else's rules, except have fun and take care of yourself and your stamps. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 